All right. Is this better? Let's check the chat. Better? Let's see. Yes? All right. Perfect. So as I've been saying, (laughs) and I've tried to make it clear, it is very important when engaging someone to be exactly who they expect, because then that actually confirms their notions about you, how they project themselves to you, and it makes them calm down and kind of fall into these predictable pockets of pattern of response. And while you're living rent-free in their head, in the way they see you, you just wait for that one moment that they can't see because they already know what to expect. And so it's really important to engage in warfare like that, to know yourself and the enemy very, very well. Because then you can head on into this war and you could be just fine having these battles, just fine. And this is how you win. So in the first part, which I put on YouTube only, I demonstrated the Blackburn shilling move. That's one of the best traps in chess. That's the best because there's a lot of options of how you win. And it is so good that if you play it the right way, they can't even see that you're trapping them. And that's exactly what happened. Now, I never wanted to do this myself, but unfortunately, in this fog of war, many people are deceived. I mean, deception is a product. Actually, I would say it's one of the foundations of exceptional war. You have such things going on. You must have confusion. You must have deception because deception is the key in war. But what you always do is when you have your goal, whatever it is, either it be a war, you know, you're playing a video game, you have a target, or if it's something that you want to achieve, the one thing you should do is always give your enemy a way out that they think is theirs, right? You give them like this way out that you know they're going to take, Because that's how you win against devious ones. And where you attack is where they don't expect you to go. And that's how you win. You have to be in that place. You have to be in that pocket and in that mentality. And you have to be capable of taking egg on your face as it happens. Because, you know, nobody ever likes to lose. So yesterday, as you know, I had my hearing for my status on the ballot. Now, here's where we get into the good stuff. The Board of Elections of the state of Ohio all certified me to be on the November ballot. They laid claim that I only had 5,010 valid signatures, which, number one, is wrong. In fact, I had way more than that. In fact... The people were so amazing that they actually refuted many of them up until the period of time where they were told by the very board of elections that 
there's no point in doing this anymore because she's certified. So we're not going to do it. In fact, we even have minute notes from one county that said, hey, we threw this one signature out out of all of them. And it turns out we should have included it. We erroneously threw it out. But we're not going to do anything because she's already certified. Whoa. Do you know how many of those exist? So yesterday when we went there, I want you guys to know that when I received a notice of protest, listen to how they play. This is why you should know your enemy. The Uniparty on July 30th, which was a Saturday and the deadline at 3.48 p.m., which is 12 minutes before the deadline, sent a protest. Now, by sending it at 3.48 p.m. on a Saturday, we didn't receive the notification until Monday, August 1st. I can't protest further. That means I am not able to go to the Board of Elections and say, hey, you remember those signatures that you said you didn't do because I was certified? Well, now I'm not certified, so you need to add them in. Well, guess what? July 30th at 4 p.m., that was over. So we actually received notification from the counties before the deadline saying we're not going to do this because you're already certified. So they put me in a box. Well, then we put them in a box. There were a few traps that were set. The first one was I emailed them immediately when they said that there was a hearing and I said, hi, I'd like to know how to assert my rights. Can you advise me of the process, the procedure? How do you select a judge? Where is this done? I don't see any law or anything in the manual. Can you help so I can assert my rights? Guess what? They didn't respond to that. Then they set us, sent us a notification on the 15th, I believe. It was the 15th. Anyway, I got it on the 16th. And I res- they, I, they said, hey, we found this judge. He's going to be the one doing it. And we're going to do it in the Supreme Court of Ohio on this day and that day. And you have, you know, three working days to respond by 4 p.m. with all your evidence and your list of witnesses that are going to appear. I'm walking you through this because this is very important. So I email immediately and I say, hey, Michael, whoever you are, counsel of the secretary of state, why wasn't my email forwarded that you guys didn't tell me the process? Like, how did you pick this judge? You know, like, did they use straws, pulled his name out of a hat? Or is it because his son maybe works for the firm that represents the Ohio GOP? I'm just saying these are just thoughts. I didn't say that. I just asked, how did you do it? I wanted to add other things, but I kept it to myself. So. They found a judge. So we appeared yesterday and we went there. My attorney is incredible, incredible. And so he sat there. He looked like a cross between McCain and Pence. You know, the media has completely exposed him, got caught with cash on him, doing things, telling him to recuse himself. I mean, his stint on the Ohio Supreme Court was pretty short, too. Anyway. I was, uh, you know, when we turned up, I, I was telling my campaign, oh my gosh, I hope we lose. They were like, are you insane? We need to lose. My campaign manager, obviously, he's extremely competitive. And the reason that he's the campaign manager is because he's the one that reins us all in. We're all like, you know, bouncing around the whole campaign team. Keep in mind, 
I'm completely hands off. They do everything. They just tell me where to show up. And I'm like, Hey, I'd like a meme. Do you think we could get a meme like this or whatever? We've got some memer there. That's awesome. She even gave me the sausage fest, you know, McCain tagline. Like, I don't know. I mean, maybe she's like a chicken whisperer. She has a lot of chickens on her farm, but anyway, I want you guys to get into the pocket and get what's going on here. So we're there. And the first thing that the judge states is that I can't attend my own hearing because I'm going to hear things and that will taint my testimony. Like whatever. And they didn't allow Jalen who had filed an affidavit and my campaign manager to be there either. We weren't allowed, which is fine. You sequester witnesses, as they say, by the way, none of us testified just pointing that out. So then on top of that, the judge, uh, the attorneys for the Ohio GOP said, you know, Justin Biss is not going to testify. Wait. So the guy that did all this work, because he's the qualified elector that did all this work, and this is all on the record, by the way, is not going to testify. No, the lawyer said, we're just going to do it on facts. But every time they kept referring the thing, they said, we found, we found. And my lawyer kept saying, who's we? Right. And then they presented things that were provided to them by the secretary of state's office. I mean, that's crazy. Right. But this isn't even the good part. See, I like chess. I'm going to show you what we did because now now we're playing. This is where we played. This is now my turf. I've told people many times before, you, you can't play a different game on a playing field. You can't, you know, play a game like you're on a different playing field, kind of like, you know, the sovereign citizen things. You can't bring that into a field that has grass when you're playing hockey, ice hockey. You're not going to go anywhere with your skates or anything. But now the field, totally mine. Now we're playing ice hockey, my ice hockey. So here's how it played out. And I want to walk you through because this is important. This is history. (laughs) You're going to see how history. So as he says that he's not going to testify and they keep referring to we found, we found. And my my lawyer is like, who's we? I thought it was one guy, a qualified elector. And and the thing is, let's be honest. Is it really true that Justin Biss did all this? I mean, he misappropriated $3 million for the Ohio GOP. Not $3, $3 million. No one's in jail yet. No investigation because, you know, right. So as that happens, I'm outside, obviously. I'm streaming and I'm either streaming or on the phone and that was on purpose. So nobody can say, oh, maybe she was hearing things or maybe she was listening because everybody knows if I want to, I can. So I needed a very good alibi, which is me live streaming. So obviously, if I'm talking to people, I can't be listening to things. Number one. So that's that. So as the hearing goes on, you know, we tell the judge, well, the numbers are wrong. There were more signatures and they failed to update their things because all these places were late in bringing these signatures. And he was like, we're not looking at that. Also, considering this is a hearing, he ruled on a summary judgment that we filed. Now, my attorney saw that last minute because there was a problem and uploading or whatever. So we emailed it to them and said, crap, on Monday by 4 p.m., we were supposed to upload it and it was a corrupt file. Do you mind if we email it to you because of that? Because I was traveling, as you guys know, so it was really hard. 
And they all agreed. They said, that's fine. We understand. Because it was done the next morning while I was at the airport. Remember, I was trying to fly out. So they agreed and they took it and that was it. Now, the judge ruled on that summary judgment, right? The motion for summary judgment, which makes it even more important. Not only that, when my attorney asked to question the plaintiff, you know, this genius, Justin Biss, who can misappropriate $3 million, but he's a genius in signatures and gets all this stuff, right? The judge said that we can't question the plaintiff because we need to subpoena him. Wait, I've never heard of having to subpoena someone in a hearing when they're there and they're the plaintiff. So bizarre. But, you know, there he is with his smirk on his face. The judge going through it, and I was like, oh, come on, can we just get over with this? We already know. They already discussed this. No communications are hidden. We know. So as this is over and the judge is like, well, I'll get my decision as soon as I can. I, I told my lawyer and everyone's, I, I mean, I'm assuming that Monday may be latest Tuesday, you know, but you never know. It can happen sooner if they get triggered, which they did. And this is very important. So on my way out, I leaned into Justin Biz and I said, hey, Justin, I hope you're ready for federal court because there you're going to have to tell them how you found all this by yourself. So better get cracking. And I smiled. I had no right to face my accuser. I was not allowed to question him. I wasn't allowed to be in my hearing. And they dismissed valid evidence. Wait. Valid evidence that was the responsibility of my opponent who helped them out with all this evidence put together. These are violations of due process. And then some. And I was totally fine with it. And my lawyer was like, dude, we have this in the bag. Like all of this was rubbish. Well, guess what? Today we received notice from the judge saying that, well, we discounted all these signatures. I think it was a total of uh, 18 signatures out of, remember, they filed that they were contesting 60, 50, 65. And then after uh, on Monday, when they had to file all their briefings and proof and evidence, right? They only cited 54, so they were down 10. And in the end, they only had 18, but that took me from 510 to 4992, which means I'm eight signatures short. I wonder if it's one of those girls, Leah's Venson, you know, the one that I had on camera that said she signed it. And when I asked her, because she's such a patriot and has a show on Mike Lindell's show, I said, hey, do you mind testifying or maybe uh, giving me an affidavit? And she's like, well, you know, I'm busy doing this. And I was like, all right. I'll be in touch. But she did say it on camera. Yeah, we both signed it. But they contested her signature, you know, right? I don't know if it's that one. Because I did tell her, you know, it could be down to one signature. You all heard it. She's a patriot and believes in safe and fair elections. Just pointing some stuff out. So anyway, so I'm down by eight signatures. But actually, we filed with them that that's not the case. And I'm going to leave that right now, right there. Because here's how it goes. The a reporter actually reached out to me and I want to read the response. It's a reporter that keep calling me a QAnon conspiracy theorist. And he said, I just wanted you to reach out to give the opportunity for a comment. Because last time he said he reached out, but he didn't give me an opportunity because he posted the article five minutes later. And this is Mr. Tobias from Cleveland.com. And I said, be careful. Don't be calling me things because he's actually getting sued. 
like actually getting sued for that. So uh, he says, our story will note that it's just a recommendation by the Secretary of State, which I guess holds up the final action it might be different. I just wanted to reach out for an opportunity for comment. I know this is short notice, but as we received it a few minutes ago and we're getting close to the end of our business day, feel free to reach out. Well, I did tell him, hey, I'm on the move. Do you mind giving me you know, 30 minutes so I could get back? Now, without telling you everything, I could tell you this thing. Here was my response. When I decided to run for office, I ran not only to win, but to also demonstrate how elections are stolen. Election fraud does not occur at the ballot box. It may occur from petition to ballot box. This decision assisted in exposing how the incumbent, his office, and more importantly, the uniparty establishment, actively participated in excluding from the ballot, an independent who is a whistleblower that is exposing the fact that Americans have not had free, fair elections for a very long time. I anticipate the federal courts will find violations of law and misconduct that I will be requesting the Attorney General of Ohio to prosecute. The hearing lacked due process for several reasons. My campaign was at a disadvantage in regards to access to voter information. In addition, during the hearing, I was not allowed to question or confront my accuser. In addition, while BIS claimed to have uncovered viable claims that the Board of Elections erroneously certified me, he didn't testify once, even despite being present at the hearing. The narrative was mostly referring to me as a Trumper, Kraken, election denier. I'm paraphrasing there. But they mentioned Sidney Powell and President Trump a million times and how I'm an election denier. And I said, I'm someone who rigged elections in other nations, and therefore I knew a, I know a coup, either against a state or nation, is preferred to be done through elections. And get this, I know a coup when I see one. Now, just ask John Bolton and Frank LaRose, who witnessed election rigging in Ukraine firsthand in 2019. LaRose, the Ohio GOP, and the rest of the unelected establishment underestimated the will and tenacity of the American people. This dispute will be placed on a national platform in the coming days in light of SCOTUS precedent. It is unconscionable and repugnant to the United States and Ohio constitutions to have elections until this matter is resolved. Now, one would say, don't you want to wait till a rose comes out? You know, he may indeed drag his feet because there's ballot printing. And he knows that if he goes slow, he could exclude me because there's not enough time to get me on the ballot. Well, guess what? I'm ready to go either or. Even if he certifies me, I'm going to federal court. And even if he decertifies me, I go to federal court. I prefer that he takes the recommendation of his friend, right? I do. I do. I want him to say, you have been decertified. Because that is exciting. Now, see, I, you know, a lot of people find me quirky. I love my music. I cuss a lot. But when I'm in game mode, that's something you don't want to see. And, you know, it was interesting because the first thing my campaign manager said when he read it, he said, now I understand why you said it. Why you said we needed to lose. But I hate losing. And I said, no, you can, you can lose a lot of battles. In your battles, you sharpen your sword for the war. And guys, here's where it's coming down to. So I wanted to advise you that this is how you get stuff done. They put up a guy 
that's already on the on the chopping block with three million dollars misappropriated from you know and the secretary of state believes because he appointed someone because he just doesn't want to look like he's involved in things (laughs) that he gets away with what he did i have it all documented actually my campaign has it all documented i just knew what they were going to do i knew every step of the way because guess what i study my targets and my target was to remove that person as secretary of state in ohio And this all began in 2019 when I sent that benign email in March to the courts in Ohio and asked about the Enron case that was still pending. Pretty sure you can hear the audio of that. And that no one responded where I asked about Clinton Management Energy Services, right? And what happened with DeWine's company in Haiti because they were all connected in that case. And and then in in almost an instant, this case disappeared. And then six months later, the head of the GOP blah, 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 got done in for $60 million embezzlement. And now DeWine is on the chopping block, public utilities, first energy, all people connected to Frank LaRose. So again, I don't work, you know, spontaneously. Yeah, I may. But I start quite early and I watch and I learn and I see. So right now, at this point, he has two choices. He could go all in and use whatever force he wants. Because in the end, I already win. I've got a red carpet to the Supreme Court of the United States and he just doesn't know it. And all his attorneys right now that will be parsing through this video Get your depends on babies because this is going to be a fun ride. Because when you, when you take advantage of people in your state the way you do, when you lie to them and you have federalized their elections without their consent and you sit there and you posture as if you support freedom and liberty, I have a problem with that. This is my state too. This is my country too. And I think every one of us right now feel the same way. And on that note, like we said, always know your enemy. But I guess he reads a lot of articles. So that was kind of easy for me. See, the hit pieces work in my advantage. They call me things. They call me names. But they didn't see me coming. And that's what happened. So now, here we are. Are you going to sacrifice your queen and then I check you? Or are you going straight straight for the checkmate move? That's your point. And so I wanted to let you guys know where I'm at. I'm, I'm fighting this, and I, I am kind of sad that you know the 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 conservative media isn't talking about this because this is big. Because this didn't happen to me. It happened to Robbie Starbuck. It happened to so many people across the nation that were trying to get on the ballot and their own parties fought them. We're not even talking about the Democrat Party. A lot of people tried to run independent. But I am showcasing, right, as an independent, I'm showing you, because I've always said I'm a centrist. The only time I registered as a Republican was when my president was running. I was actually a delegate. I don't believe in parties. I don't like to fit in boxes. I'm pretty sure that's evident right now, right? We all know this. The GOP is not the party of America. Neither is the DNC. Both of them have to go. But what I've done is demonstrate to the United States of America right now, to all these people that have run for position and have been blocked out, just how far they will go 
Remember, on their first round, they actually violated their own rules, own regulations, and their laws. Now, many people took it and sat back and said, well, I got egg on my face. Guys, I'm so used to egg right now. It feels like it's like, it's all right. I'm good with it. I embrace the suck. And I think everyone's, if they all had the ability to embrace the suck like I do, because I get you, you know, not a, I would never wish for anyone to go through the perfect storm of my life that I went through from, you know, in the fall to, 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 to Christmas of 2019. It was the worst period of my life. I mean, I've had some bad times, you know, I've been in Turkish and Syrian bad situations, bad situations in my life. That took the cake. Psychologically, it messed me up. But you know what? I embraced the suck. I actually had faith in God and that pulled me through that. And I know a lot of people, I'm not saying that Robbie Starbuck doesn't have faith, okay? But he feels that, you know, the construct did it and they took him out and it wasn't fair and he was right. A lot of people have had this happen to them across the nation. And unfortunately, it takes money, time, and a lot of effort to do it. But you know what? It was effortless for us. Why? Because we didn't hire anyone. It was people. My campaign team is the one running, not me. I'm simply there to take the egg on the face and to take the arrows. But you know what? I really want to wear that crown when I walk down with red carpet and SCOTUS. It's going to be like, yay. I don't know if I'll wear heels, though. I really want to do that just because it'll be like swerve, you know, got my groove on. I'm just saying it's the people that did it, not me. I just sat back and watched every time they would say this, this, this. I'd say, don't you have faith? Just let it be. Oh, and I know my campaign (laughs) He's been trying to quit smoking for like forever and a day. And the poor guy, the poor guy. But I'm also saying the poor Ohioans that don't see this. The press isn't reporting it. The people aren't talking about it. And unfortunately for us, the people that want change, that believe in liberty, freedom, in rights, right? We're not also being told about it. It's a shame that our press has let us down because You know, I've had the goods since forever and a day, and now they're all coming to the surface. And it was just a matter of time of being patient, being patient, because we need to be patient, especially in a time of war. I know it's a little bit trying for all of us, especially the way things are going, but that's how you trap your enemy. You let them do what they want. You know, you let them do what they want. It is so much easier. All you have to do is put on the armor of God and that's it. That's it. You don't need to destroy your enemies. They destroy themselves. And when you leave that out, that opening, it all comes down. So I wanted to advise you of that because it's just a, it's just another game of gambit and it's, and it's pretty cool. And I wanted to share it to you because it was so simple because you can do it too. If we can do it, so can you. And when I say we, I have to take myself out of the equation. It was my campaign team that did everything, every single one of them. And I don't want to forget them. I won't list them all because I want to give them privacy. So it's quite fascinating I just wanted to point that out. Frank, I've had my eyes on you since you were selected. 
especially after what I saw with the Jobs Ohio and public utilities. And this is it. You all can hear it. The evidence is there. Spring of 2019, where I was digging on all of that. And it just went as a cascade, 60 million fraud embezzlement from the Republicans, this, 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 right? All about energy, right? This is how it's going. And this is how it's going to happen. So, you know, Ohioans, get ready. This is going to be a bumpy ride. No, it's going to be a fun ride. I think all of us, just keep your hands in at all times and make sure you're fastened in because this is going to be fun. And I'm willing to take the heat. And I want to say thank you to anyone that has contributed to my campaign because it's cost me a fortune. And I don't know if you guys know my attorney, but he is amazing. He's actually also fighting the pharmaceutical companies. You know, his name is Warner Mendenhall. You should look him up. He's a great guy. And so my campaign is paying him. So obviously, thank you. Because that's the way it has to do campaign finance. So it's not like I can, you know, uh, give it out anywhere. And just so you know, no one in my campaign is being paid. I'm not taking any money for my campaign. No one is. So I wanted you guys to know that, that we're fighting and we're fighting hard. And this is going to be fun because whatever decision he makes, if he decides to go with what the judge said, and even if he doesn't, still going to federal court, I mean, that's what's going to make it fun. Because this was done. Because if he doesn't go with what the recommendation of the judge says, then the question comes in, did you do this to cost me money? Hmm? That sounds like election meddling. It does. Oh, and I, on that note, I'm really impressed, you know, with the reporting that has been happening, exposing the involvement of DHS. But what was great, and I wasn't even looking at that. I mean, I saw it, but I didn't think it was that important. But I guess for free speech, it is important. Um, and Gateway Pundit reported how the companies that actually run your elections and have agreements with your states also run the misinformation about elections. How that for them apples. So it seems that I know, and it sounds really big to say, but it's true. People actually listened to me in 2020. We wouldn't be here right now. So on that note, God bless you, everyone, and have a fantastic evening. Here's some elevator music. Good night.